2: we are live we are back it is the nba rundown brought to you courtesy of the best in the business runpuresports.com tyler man 27 to 1 almost got there but it was my team the beam team uh they didn't come through uh i told kurt before we started it, it was my mom's birthday last night so this is one of a few days i didn't see any nba last night i think i had the memphis Grizzlies on for about you know 20 minutes to a half hour while i was getting ready to go um when i was watching they were doing good right um so so that was a disappointing game we got the under we split that game but i missed a lot of the action in the association last night what did you see tyler yeah I, i actually didn't see much i was busy at work
0: last night i caught the end of that last game the hawks game which was already a blowout so didn't really see much from there. I mean, yeah, the sun, that game sucked, right? Yeah, the Suns didn't look all that good. That was a good call by Sedum yesterday to take yeah, the I Hawks. Give him this prop. But another thing we got to touch on spread. It didn't win yesterday, but I've been burning five dollars on these threes parlays where you kind of just go through, you check everyone's volume, you take a couple guys from each game. Well, yesterday was five dollars to win forty-one thousand oh dollars. We hit fourteen God. of eighteen. I'll burn five dollars. You got to start around
3: robining those. I'll
0: burn five dollars <laughs> on that nightly to get my yeah. chance at that. It's better than a lottery ticket. It's, it's way, way better than a lottery ticket. Exactly. When you, yeah. When
2: you know the, the game like you do, Tyler. Exactly. Kurt, I'll take I, my I, chances there. How are you keeping up with basketball, Kurt? Euro League, NCAA's, yeah, and NBAs. I it's, mean, you must when you go to sleep.
3: No, like last night I couldn't sleep. Like I just, I, I don't know. I didn't get. I knew I didn't get a rim sleep at all. I just had so much on my mind. It's like it's numbers, sats, like oh, everything. It's funny you actually brought that up because I literally legit had terrible time sleep last night. Cause I just had. I feel like I was at my computer building a lineup, and I was like, wait a minute, no, you're asleep. It's, it's that time of year, man. It's only just going to keep getting crazier until March. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, I don't know how you do it, um, but since I have you on there and I don't know much about what's going on in either, like what's the hottest storylines in college basketball right now and, and who are some players that, that I should be watching at the rare times that I do watch college basketball? But the all-star break comes up. I usually watch some college that week. Uh, who, who are some players that you've enjoyed watching in, in the college streets that you think are going to make a nice transition to the NBA next year?
3: So I'm back at home now. Uh, I'm going home. I'm leaving back, going back to my home in D.C. tomorrow. But so I'm down here with my parents. And I was watching Zach Day, National Player of the Year. He's <laughs> just, it's just so funny to watch. He's like seven foot four for this big dude for Purdue, and it's just hilarious to watch him go to work against Penn State's small front court. But yeah, so that's the National Player of the Year, just giant dude for Purdue. And then if they double him, he passes out, and they're surrounded by shooters who just kill you. They're the number one team right now, so I guess if you're a novice, you probably didn't know that Purdue's the number one ranked team. So, yeah, they knocked
2: Houston out of that top spot. Who do you like better for the
3: tournament, Purdue or Houston? Man, you gotta go with the Houston guards, man. Yeah, come on, give me those Houston guards all day. I mean, it's just that's what March is all about having guards, and Houston is just they got the trio, man. And I will say this, I bet yesterday. Villanova, 80 to 1 to make the final four. It's crazy, but Justin Moore is back. He's looked good. They're a different team. The freshman Cam Whitmore, the five star, is starting to blossom. Justin Moore being back is huge. They'll get Long Geno, Long Vagina Guy, John Long, whatever the fuck his name is. That's another guy to add into the mix. And they're going to have a legit eight man rotation. So I think you can do a little sprinkle sprinkle on Villanova, 80 to 1 to make the final four. I don't think the- anything's crazy
2: in college ball. No, and, so and I, I see my it. guy Mikey in here. So let me give a little education. When I was growing up, the players played three years, right? So you had established teams and the guys had chemistry and rapport with each other and they kind of built as a team. With all these one and done things, I think the difference between, you know, number 10 and and number 30 is way different uh, than it used to be. So uh, to me, it doesn't sound crazy at all.
3: So I was telling her, I was like, it feels like no one deserves a top five really, besides like maybe Houston, I think. Uh, no one really gives me the identification of a top-five team besides Houston, but a lot of teams that aren't ranked top 25 give me the feel of, that are worth top 25. So Yeah, that,
2: that's know. what I feel like, too. Like, if you uh, a lot of times – and you'll see it in the odds. It'll yeah. be number 19 versus a team not in the I mean, top 25, like, and the team not in the top 25 is favored.
3: Purdue deserves it, but if they come across – I don't know. I just feel like they could be very vulnerable come March.
2: Yeah.
3: But they're deserving. They've had a great year. I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but – with all due respect, you know what I'm trying to say,
2: bro. That smile on his avatar just makes me think he's just getting ready to troll. Like that's how, exactly how I envision him mm-hmm. uh, outside of it. Mikey in the chat. What's the avatar, Brad? what's, what's going to beat the hell out of that avatar. What's up, Brad? You want to beat the hell out of that avatar? Avatar, I'm putting on a punching bag. That's what I'm going to get in shape for the uh, for the March tournament. So, all right, let's dive into tonight. It sounds like it's like none of us really have insights <laughs> from last night. Usually, we like to do a review, but hey. Uh, Mia culpa. You know, we had I had family things last night, but hey, oh, yeah, I, The other thing, I'll I'm just trying. the one other thing from last night.
0: Did Brooklyn even try? I mean, the game was over two minutes in.
2: Bro, this goes back to that Kyrie stuff. When Big T and JSU were like comparing him to Steph, he's terrible as a number one. Bro, he's, he's the be- maybe the best. You know, great Robin, right? No, no Scotty Pippen, but but still, I mean, like, come on, man. That, that that's that's terrible. A, a team with with a true top player doesn't doesn't show out like that on, on national TV. That game sucked. I mean, what was what, the by? score? It was like forty five to seventeen or something.
0: It was bad after the
2: first quarter. They were up almost thirty after the first quarter. Yeah, man. And, and hey, Boston's great and everything, but uh, what a disappointment for a Brooklyn team. I remember on here I said, oh, I think Brooklyn. It, is yeah, was, they oh, were up well. exactly thirty after the first quarter. It was forty six yeah. to sixteen. Hopefully we get some better games tonight. Uh let's dive right in. Um a, a team that we talk about a lot on this show, uh the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> They're minus two. They're in Indiana. They're taking on the Pacers, uh, total of 240.5. Uh their best player, Anthony Davis, will be leading the way tonight. He's been back uh for three games. And um he's got a double double in two of them. And then when he didn't, it was twenty seven and nine. And I believe what was that? Was that the Celtics game? Uh, 27 and 9. No, it was their most rich one. Who did they beat after the Celtics? It was the Knicks. The Knicks he went yeah. for 27 and 9. Um, all right, thank you, Tyler. Now, see, this is a great message. I sent it in the Discord, but I'll do it here. I apologize on behalf of all the young people for the actions of Tyler, Mikey, and Seedum <laughs> yesterday. The disrespect to Jordan was ridiculous. Thank you, Tyler. You know, it was a rough day yesterday, it was a rough show for me. I but mean you we guys got warming my we got, heart with we got Kurt
0: here. You Kurt, you joining the young guys or are you jumping on the elderly side with spread and trying to hold on to that Michael Jordan
3: memento. As far as who's the goat?
0: I mean, was that the argument yesterday, Spread? I don't even know where we were at yesterday. Yeah, it was yeah. argument. When Mikey gets involved, things
2: go bad. What's the debate? Jordan versus LeBron, of course.
3: Oh man. it's just all these guys can be classified in different categories for me. Like
2: Wow, perspective.
3: I don't know if I, a, if I want to win. If I want to win a game, I'm going Michael. Like,
2: thank God. Oh my God, I love. I'm sorry, just, i sorry. What a wonderful day. You
3: know, I trust Michael. Wins. Oh, Tyler, we're going to sweep the
2: RPB tags tonight. The mojo is flowing here. Hit the thumbs up. Get involved. uh Promo code: Spread fifteen. Tyler fifteen. Or what's your what's your code? Is it Tinder fifteen or Kurt fifteen? Tinder fifteen, baby. All you right. know it. All right. <laughs> all right mikey can't even spell robin right you got to be kidding me uh, the lakers are minus two with a total of 240.5 tyler let's start with you um when i ran projections they said to take the pacers there's no way i'm taking the pacers they're one in ten over their last 11 games they might just hold tyrese out right what's the point of making a playoff push to get absolutely housed in the first round like you thought the nets got housed yesterday what would happen if the Celtics played the pacers in the first round of the playoffs. So uh, m- maybe we're looking, and Kurt, you know, uh, I think we might end up bringing you on, right? You watch so much college ball. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd love to have a four-man w- when we do this draft position. But I've said before, and this is not my opinion, this is stuff that I've read from other scouts, there's like six guys that might have got ahead of Palo last year in this year's draft. Uh, it could be a great year, even if you're not in that top three slots uh, to get a draft pick. Maybe the Pacers shutting it down for now they're plus two against lakers of course we know the players on the floor will give their all going against one of the greatest of all time uh lebron james um, but still tyler i can't find it in myself to back the indiana pacers here even though the projections give me a slight edge there what are your thoughts what if your boy's back in here because he's got a probable tag next to
0: him and he looks like he's gonna play is that what He's got props. I was, wondering, I was wondering why this line was where it was where it was. Yeah, Halliburton's got all kinds of props listed up for him too. So I think he'll be in there. <sighs> wow. You know, okay. It could, could, be, really a more, could be a more interesting game. I just think AD is going to be a little too much on the inside for him. If a LeBron too plays much. probably a
2: lot too much.
0: Yeah, Miles Turner's a d- decent defender, but if AD wants to score, he's going to score. It all depends on how they want to play their offense.
2: Yeah.
0: LeBron's got the Q tag on him. I don't think he misses this one. I think he misses that OKC game coming up soon. So I think he'll be in there. I like his rebounds plus assists over 16 and a half. That's been printing. I mean, the dude triple-doubled last game. He doesn't want to go out and score 35 points because then he starts to jam himself up when he's trying to get to that Milwaukee game to break the record in L.A. against Kareem's former team. He scored exactly 28 in his last game, which was is what he needs to come into Milwaukee in single digits. I would guess he scores right around 28, 29 again, so leaving the points prop alone, and I'll play his rebounds and assists. But as for the side, I'm sticking with the Lakers spread. I think they're starting to get that winning streak together. They're going to push for a playoff spot. I think they come out on the
2: floor and they pretty much win this one easily. All right. Um, even if Tyrese plays, right? I mean, this yep. team was pretty good with Halliburton in. I think it's like fir- first game what, back
0: though. Seven game's think-
3: over 500.
0: No, I agree. They definitely look good with him in the lineup. But first game back, I don't think he can flip that switch that fast. Yeah, I mean, everyone. it's going to take
3: some time. Like, I don't even think he gets right back into like 36 minutes either yet.
0: Yeah, he come back and play twenty four minutes, and he's not much of an impact here. So, got to take the Lakers. All right. Yeah, I mean, I had to say it because you then know, you get the, the the Benny Matherin saying he's better than LeBron narrative. Let's see if LeBron wants to get give him a good one right here. Dude, you got to give the kid credit. Well, I give the kid I give the kid credit for his confidence, but I think after that first game he played him, there was yeah. some quote where he's like, "I went down and missed three shots, and was like, I got to get my my shit together." And then LeBron comes down, makes three, gets an A and one. he was just like, whoa, like this is a little different than I thought.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that could be this case. Uh Kurt, how are you approaching tonight's game? And of course, if Halliburton's back in the lineup, that uh changes the way that we're building the lineups. Mm-hmm. Um, the TJ, the days of TJ McConnell being good shock. We could kiss them goodbye if he plays tonight. Uh what do
3: you what are you what are you seeing? Alright, so I'm pulling it up here now. I don't as far from a betting perspective, I kinda wanna see. I mean, we legit might come out and get news of like the minutes and everything is for him. So kind of want to wait to bet the props and stuff like that. But as far as DFS, thanks God it just takes away TJ McConnell. I'm so sick of that shit. But from a DFS perspective, I kind of don't mind. We will get probably more safer value, but Neesmith doesn't look that bad at thirty six hundred here, even with Halliburton back. Versatile wing. So, like, if we need value that bad, I don't think he's terrible. And then it actually, what's funny is Miles Turner is actually hurt a little bit when Halliburton's back.
1: Um. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere Anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Like these other guards take, take up pretty much use but you wouldn't think it hurted hurt to him that much, but the numbers say it actually does a little bit. So yeah. I'll you tell you not, why, you because Halliburton's a better passer. So yeah. every single player on the floor is, is, an, is
2: an opportunity for Halliburton to find him. What is C.J. McConnell? He's an older guard. He plays a more traditional style. What does that mean? Entry pass into the post. Be the point guard. Find the big man off the pick and roll, right? It doesn't surprise me that a player who's not as gifted, especially from the court vision sense, is going to hone in on the biggest, easiest target on the floor. So uh, to me, the eye test completely correlates with the fact that uh, Turner goes down a little bit. Uh, with Halliburton on the floor, that's not to say that he doesn't enjoy playing with Halliburton. I think the fact that he went on a, a, with Woj and 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 said he wanted to be traded and then signed an extension with the team showed how much he believes in, in Halliburton and what they're doing there in Indiana. But from a daily fantasy and a statistical perspective, I think you're right. Halliburton in means it they did him a favor Turner. with that
0: deal too. Because if you look at that deal, it puts him in the spot where when that deals up, he can go get his big money if he plays well. And he's also a cheap enough contract to where, if say in a year, if they're like, "Yeah, we don't like this anymore," Halliburton and you just don't mesh. We don't like where the team's going. His deal's easy enough to move.
2: Yeah, yeah because kind of, you saw what they did, nice right? Because they added all the money to this year.
0: Yeah, they got it all out of the way, so they. Can so it's get... like
2: fifty-five million, but they added like twenty of it this year. So he's only at twenty million for the next two years. That's very tradable.
0: Yeah, right? they, that's why yeah. they did that. I I like that kind of deal. And then not, I was listening to a podcast last night at Workspread. They were talking about just tra- intriguing trades at the deadline. Oh, gosh. You listen to those, dude. I, I hate this time of year. This one this one kind of intrigued me. I don't think it happens because I don't think they could swindle this deal, especially after what the Raptors just said they want young players. Uh-huh. But if the Lakers were somehow able to just some turn, say, Russell Westbrook in those first-round picks into Fred Van Fleet, that team becomes very interesting. Okay, yeah. But – the Raptors aren't trading Fred Van Fleet. No, they they came out and said today hey, they want young players. But if they were just dumping yeah. salaries, I, if I was LA, I'd be That'd getting be involved in that. I mean, Russell Westbrook in those two first round picks. Oh, my tell God. Tell me Fred I'm... Van Fleet isn't the perfect fit for that team,
2: though. He could dra- He's he a could perfect run... fit for the oh. other team in Los Angeles.
0: Well, yeah, because, because he can run the offense with the ball in his hands. You could also take the ball out of his hands and tell him to go stand in the corner, and he'll make
2: those threes. Yeah, and he's a good defender. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think he's going to go for a little more than some first-round picks that will happen uh, when Mikey finally is old enough to legally drink. Kurt, what are your thoughts? Oh, we you already, we already went over this one. You ready to move on to the next game? Memphis yes. Grizzlies plus five and a half in Cleveland taking on the Cavaliers. The total is, is 223. Tyler, I was surprised at my projections like the Grizzlies here. I mean, like the Cavaliers by so much. Why? Jared Cavs, Jackson not that with much? Aaron Jackson a means that no, they haven't been money. They weren't money for us the other night when the Miami Heat beat them.
0: No, well, that's Miami. Was that at home?
2: Yes, it was in Cleveland. We so lost so, so
0: that was what their fourth ATS loss at home.
2: Most recent, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, if n- you're <laughs> <we're> right. <laughs> Never, David. Ever- Come on. We got to check the boxes here with the
0: people, right? It's just in there with the. I used to stand against the Westbrook slander and be like, he's still decent, but then I watched him play a couple games. It's like, this dude, like, oh, you brother, can't play him in close. Nice
1: stakes.
2: Yeah. All Come right. On, uh, so you think, this, Detroit. you think this line is right, and you like my projections that are going to tell me to bet the Cleveland Cavaliers minus five and a half against one of the best teams in the league, the Memphis Grizzlies? I mean, Memphis couldn't beat Portland last
0: night. I'm not backing him here against a Cleveland team. He couldn't – Jaw was able to do his thing but couldn't win the game, and now he's going to have two bigs in the paint that he's not going to be able to score against in Mobley and Allen. They have guards in Cleveland that can also score similar to the way Dame scored yesterday. I'll take the Cavs here. A better. It's basically a better defensive matchup than what they just played last night. I'll take the
2: Cavs at home to win this game. All right. Kurt, I mean, I, I... – I gotta trust these guys. I think I do a better job of listening to you guys. I should have listened on Atlanta last night too. Uh Kurt, that, what they, you, okay, they were in Memphis yesterday and then just to travel up to Cleveland. So that's not that far, is it? It's not that I far, but I, I wanted goes. to see
0: if they came from Portland all the way to Cleveland. That would No been no, Memphis. that
2: was at home last night. I that's so I loved Memphis last night. I thought that was a great spot. Projections love Memphis. The Memphis looked good for the first three quarters, and there was yeah, like and, a weird. And seven then point and then play. they threw your projections out the window. <laughs> Yeah, I love Dame too. So hey, if anyone's gonna beat me, I'm fine with it being him. Oakland. All right, what are your thoughts there, Kurt, on the Cavaliers and the Grizzlies?
3: I think I'm leaning towards Tyler, but I don't have too much conviction. I don't know. I feel like this—they kind of bounce back here. But I do. What I do like more is, I like Jaws under 27 and a half points. Wow, that's
2: that's ballsy.
3: Oh yeah, baby. You know what it is? It's what I'm betting. It's what I'm going so far in this game. That's the only thing I have too much conviction on. Um, I don't know. I just think they stifle him, and I think they're going to make him. I think they're going to make someone else beat him, and I don't think it's going to happen. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go under on that. And as far as DFS goes, I, I love the prices on Garland and D. Mitch. Like eighty, one hundred, seventy-eight hundred. I mean, like one of them is going to fifty burger. Two of them possibly could, but one of them will. I'm going to have one of them in my lineup. Uh, talk to me about, I mean, Jaron Jackson being out. Does that do no. anything for DFS? Oh my God, yes, it does everything for DFS. Like it's, I mean, back early in the year, first of the year, we were always stacking. or like just like stacking Memphis, and it was always the bigs, like Aldama and what's his name, uh, Brandon Clark. No other guy, right, other Whitey, other Whitey, Aldama and, Adam. and Adams No, no, yes, Contrar. Contr yeah. a guard. I well, I know, but he's a wing, so it was just like they were just smashing every night. Like Contra and Aldama were smashing every night, so it's gonna be Aldama and Tillman here. I, I don't, you can have both for sure. It's a terrible matchup, so I wouldn't. I would just try to pick one. I could see one getting here just off volume alone, but it, man, shit, maybe you can. Just Isn't it
2: a game. bad night to play bigs though? What do you mean? Playing Cleveland, the best. Yeah,
3: best it's like, like I said, it's volume alone. They they can get there. Like Aldama's thirty two hundred. I mean, if he plays thirty minutes, I mean, the best bash court, I mean, the best back Like enough balls will bounce your way. You'll have enough corner threes when people try to give attention to Josh. Shit like that. So like I, that's why I said maybe not two because the matchup's tough. But they're so cheap that if I saw it in the optimal, I wouldn't like be like, oh, okay, well that's a shocker. But yeah, probably just one for me here.
2: All right, Tyler, any props for this game or anything else you want to talk about in the Grizz Cavaliers? Oh, shit, nah. I got to
3: help. I'll be back. All right.
2: No, nah, that's pretty much it for that game. I'll have the rest of the stuff up on the playbook. I just
0: got to go over some numbers before I get more into that one. All right. This I kind of do like the over, though. I mean, we got Jaron Jackson out. He's pretty uh-huh. much the best defender. Adams is still out. It's, what, 223? I uh-huh. like the over there. I think he can get up and down the floor and put up a nice number.
2: Okay. Uh, let me see. What did I project that one at? Do you have the playbook up? It is. Oh, I had it going over. Yeah, I like you. Yeah, by four points. All right, let's move in. The Miami Heat are minus one and a half in New York, taking on the Knicks. The total, 215.5. Tyler, your Knicks, uh, their most recent game, right, was the loss in overtime um, to the Lakers. The Miami Heat coming off the game that I was complaining about earlier, where they beat uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland. Now they travel to New York. Miami. Heat's really turned up the heat on the defensive end part of my plan or whatever, how that goes. Uh, but yeah, they're playing much better defensively right now. Uh, the team is starting to come together. I think this is a tough matchup for the Knicks. I feel like the Heat are who the Knicks want to be, but the Knicks have more talented players, right? But the, the Heat play the style that Thibodeau wants a, a little bit better. I think this is a tough game to call. I'm surprised that the Knicks are catching points at home, but then I underestimated the heat two nights ago and it cost me money. I don't want to do that again. Another game that I projected to the over, but I do not trust my projections. And my idea is I use season long numbers and I use, you know, recent numbers, but those recent numbers for the heat, there's a huge disparity on how much better this team has been defensively and how much lower scoring these games are. So um, I don't want to individually adjust my metrics. I just kind of keep that in my mind. So even though it's projecting to the over, I, I mean, unless you give me some huge, great argument right now, I can't see an RPB tag um, slapped next to that total. Um, talk to me about this game. I think it's a great matchup. It's an old school matchup, right? Uh, the Knicks and the Heat, this is one of the great rivalries in the 90s. Uh, and maybe, you know, if the Knicks continue to play well, it becomes a great rivalry again. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, for tonight, it's probably a fade game for me. I mean, the Heat have been playing better. The Knicks have been slipping, but small spread. Totals 215. The under seems appealing. Miami unders have been hitting, like we the people have said in the chat. Mm -hmm. But at 215, I mean, it's kind of low for me. The BAM double-double and win plus 160. Looking at his recent games, he went for 17 and 9, 16 and 16, 6 and 8, 20 and 17 versus this Knicks team. So he could definitely get there. And if you like the Knicks side, the Randall double-double and wins plus 160. He's been a monster on the boards. He's going to get you double-digit points here. So mm. I think whichever side you like, you it through that performance double and get the plus money on it. But as for me, I think I'm going to stay away from this game.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of fine staying away from this game too. Um, basically, it comes down to, you know, we run the projections, but we're not slaves to them. And I just don't trust them. I don't trust them. So the Charlotte Hornets are plus six in Chicago taking on the Bulls. The totals 236.5. Some interesting trends in this game, Tyler, uh, as I was pulling out, out of the playbook. You know, I was a little bit surprised, and that's why I like, you know, doing a deeper dive on these games every night because, to be honest, Charlotte doesn't come up on my league pass very often, right? <laughs> I'm not as big a LaMelo guy as the rest of you guys. So Charlotte, 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven games. So um, they're covering numbers like this. It's that six number right around that makes it playable, right? It's not the plus 5.5 that we hate taking plus six, right? You can see it happening. Chicago Bulls, boy, they're a streaky team. They are a streaky team. Um, so I don't know what to make of this game. Um, wait, are you getting involved? I haven't made a bet yet. I think if I'm getting involved, I'm taking a
0: stab on the underdog. I think they could win this game outright. Just like you said, the Bulls are so hit or miss. They're either on fire beating teams or they're losing games like this. I think this is the game they can lose. So Mm-hmm. I like the idea of taking the shot on the Hornets' uh, money line. LaMelo could have himself a day here. This is the team that has kind of just left his brother on the sidelines. I know his knee's messed up, but it's also kind of the problem. Once he got to Chicago, that's where his knee messed up. It's still yeah, but I mean, I don't think there's any It's still any, his brother's like... team. He's going to want get, to get the little extra motivation to go good against them. So I could see LaMelo having a pretty good game. Rozier's been shooting the three a little better. The bigs. For Chicago, could have themselves away Vucevic. But I just think the three-point shooting for the Hornets can keep this game close. So give me a shot on the Hornets to win this game outright. We don't trust the Bulls around here.
2: I mean, you know what? I guess if you don't really have a strong conviction for the game, getting a plus 184 <laughs> is the best way to go, right? Um, and uh, I appreciate that. And um, that, know, that same were... Hornets team shows up that just played the, the Bucks. they win this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's a different team, right? Because where's Charlotte weak? They're weak in the middle. And where are the Bucs strong, right? This, that's a big team with Chris Middleton back, right? That's a big team. Um, you know, they're not going to have that same uh, problem tonight against a Chicago team that I don't know if they're going to be keen um, to attack them in the middle. They did it the last time they played. These teams played on January 26th, and the Charlotte Hornets won straight up. Vukovic had one of his worst games of the season. And looking at the matchup, you would think this is a nut matchup. For Bukovich,
0: right? He he just doesn't be, like he doesn't look at across the court and just go, like, I'm gonna kill these guys today. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of goes with the flow. He he's just not a guy that like pounds team into the ground, even in this great spot. Well, the other
2: thing is that they shot 25 threes and they only made four of them in that game, right? So oh, yeah. I don't know they if they build a house out there from them up. the three lines. That, that's that's one of those things where you could be a great big man, and if your point guard's not feeding you, uh it, it can get frustrating. So
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: We'll see how that one turns out tonight. The Hornets, of course, uh, beat the Bulls uh, a week ago. And these two teams played in November in Chicago. Chicago won. Uh, I can't remember the score off the top of my head. Uh, it was a pretty convincing victory. I know they did cover the spread in that one. That one was in November. So these teams have split. They've each won on their home court. Chicago does have home court advantage tonight. And they're laying six. The New Orleans Pelicans. Plus four and a half in Dallas taking on the Mavericks. The total is 223.5. Tyler, some interesting numbers here. You know, we've talked about Dallas at home. Dallas at home. Oh, they're so great at home. You know what? They're not that good against the spread at home, though. Uh let me look this back up because I pulled it up earlier and I was expecting I don't know why my, my I can't my computer's not working. If you give me a chance, can you pull up Dallas the difference between their at home record and then their against the spread record at home. Um, because it, it's shocked me that they have a great record at home and they do not have a good record uh, against the spread. Um, let me see if I can find this because that I'm working on getting that up. pulled up right now. Yeah,
0: um, I'll have it in literally one second. Yeah. Their cool. home record is 18 and nine. Their away record is nine nine and sixteen. If you break right. it down, to ATS. Their ATS home is 9-16-2. ATS See, isn't that OAs. terrible? But, but their ATS away is 8-17. and They're just not a good ATS team altogether. Yeah, yeah.
2: So it's tough, though, but uh, New Orleans isn't that better. 1-4 gets the spread in their last five. Uh, not, they've lost nine games in a row. I would make the argument, and hey, you know, I'm not a scout. I'm not a doctor. But I think they might have rushed Ingram back because – This team was the story of the league in November, right? We're patting ourselves on the back. We had Pelicans futures. We're loving life. They're up there with Denver. It seemed to be this new budding rivalry. Zion goes out. Ingram goes out. The team goes in the tank. Ingram's knowing, hey, this season's slipping away. He's been back for three games. He's shooting less than 40% from the field in those three games. So this is a tough situation here. If Ingram's not 100% healthy, is he even helping the team out there? Because what does he do besides score? uh Herb Jones we love Herb Jones he can't do it on his own CJ McCollum we love CJ McCollum can't do it on his own Joe Val I guess it's a pretty good matchup for him tonight going against a Dallas team that isn't that big there in the middle um so my initial thing is to just take Dallas because I think it's two teams that we kind of want to fade but I want to fade the Belkins more I don't love it as much I'm just saying he Says rush Ingram's right. How long should you wait? I'm just saying he doesn't look the best. So so maybe you're right. He's 100 percent healthy, but he's not the Brandon Ingram that, that left. So um that's my thoughts on that one. So I that's a good point. You know, I'm thinking maybe he rushed himself back, or I mean, let's be honest, if they won nine games in a row, do you think he'd be out there? I don't know. I don't know. So we the people like the Pelicans upset here, and I can see that these streaks have to end one time. JV does have a good matchup. Um, CJ does too. I mean, Dallas isn't the best defensive team. Tyler, I basically talked a lot, not giving a pick here. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm with these guys. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think
0: Luca absolutely goes off and just blows up on the court. But I think the Pelicans do win this game. I think they come out, it's a very close game, and they sneak it out in the end and end that uh losing streak. I like Lucas triple-double at four to one. I think he could easily get that. You look at his recent game logs against the Pelicans. His last game out, he did triple-double 34-10 and 10. The game before that, 37, 11, and 7, 49, 15, and 8, 21, 10, and 7. So he's got the triple double once, and the, a couple other times he got damn close to it. So I'll take a shot on that at 4 to 1. I do like the Pels to win. I think CJ McCollum can have himself a big game, too. His points prop at 21.5 seems a bit short. His 2.5 threes also a plus money. I'll be on both of those. And then maybe even a CJ 4 plus threes and win. You get that at a nice plus price with them being an underdog. Let's see what that price is. It's got to be at least five to one. Let's see. The 25 plus points in win is plus 480. His four plus threes in win is plus 700.
2: I'm definitely taking a stab on that. All right. Uh, Kurt, uh, we missed a couple games to you. We'll double back to those at the end to get your daily fantasy perspective. Uh, But right now we're talking about the Mavericks and the Pelicans. Um, How are you approaching this one?
3: Kurt, you're muted. I kind of like the pills here to cover. I, like I said, I think it's going to be a great game. I don't like taking this close to spreads like this, but I don't know. I just have I just have a feeling. I think it's going to be a close game. I think we even might have a chance to win this one. So that's why I'm going to uh, take the pills plus. Was it plus four? Yeah. Talk to us about DFS. Oh. Let's see, I had a couple notes here. So Joe Val, I mean this. I hate how slow these Mavs play. I say it all the time, so I don't really go too crazy here. But Joe Val just has the lead upside at 5 7 anytime he takes the court. If he just steps into more minutes somehow, it's it's happened before. Obviously, Luca, I mean, you just keep playing him at this point. Like, we're going to have enough value. You just keep jamming him in, and then the 40% who fake can cry when he goes for 75 or some shit. I'm going to keep playing my boy Josh Green. I mean, I was pretty high on the Saturday show. He didn't kill your lineup, but. Freaking dusty ass Reggie Bullock outscored him. Fucking Reggie Bullock. God, I just I I really Why are we
2: slandering this? Reggie Bullock? That's like a quality player. <sighs> what it's like three years
3: top. ago? Yeah, he's corner he's standing. Fine
2: for his role. He plays <laughs> defense and he stands in the corner. That's what he does.
3: I just meant from a DFS perspective. I want to see Josh Green take right, depth as far as stuff that's in the stat fair. sheet and taking especially when if there's games where Luke is out, I want to see him be in the more of a point forward role. Um but yeah, so I don't love it too much for DFS, but I mean everyone's gonna have Luca, and then you can take a couple stabs on Joe Bow at a run back. All right.
2: Uh there we have it. Let's move on. Our next game is the Golden State Warriors plus 12 in Denver taking on the Nuggets. It's the Baby Warriors, Tyler. You know, I love me some baby Warriors. Uh they haven't ruled them out yet, but Steph Cray. Well, next win, time this Warriors
0: doubtful. team plays an overtime game spread, if the line's up for the next day, we just gotta bet it right. Offshore won't do it. Okay, yeah, no, because Bookmaker doesn't
2: kick people off, so they're not gonna they're not gonna make that mistake. We
0: know the moment they play an overtime game and they they're on a back to back, nobody's playing the next game. So you see it here, all the doubtful tags, and it's gonna be the Baby Warriors, like you said. It's Denver at home. It's twelve points. I'm probably just staying away, Spread Like, even the performance doubles. Jokic, double, double, and win, minus 320. Jokic, triple, double, and win, plus 130. I'll let somebody else have fun with those props in this game. I'm not touching this one.
2: Yeah, man. Baby Warriors are pretty good at covering the spread. And, of course, uh, this is going to be, what, the chalkiest game of the night from the Warriors' perspective, Kurt. How do you approach it um, when (sighs) it's just mega chalk and everybody's on the same thing? Um, do you get different, or do you just play the good chalk and try and differ, differentiate yourself uh, by making good picks in the other slots?
3: How do you do it? You just you just jam them in. I mean, unless you're, like, doing 150, and even then the guys are going to have a rule of, like, at least two. So, yeah, you just jam them in. Three is perfectly fine. Four is also doable. I feel like three is more, three is more optimal, to be honest. So, yeah, I'm going to have probably at least three of these guys. Hope I pick right. Ty Drone's been the best, it feels like. Uh, as far as putting up a ceiling games when this happens, he's had one stinker, I believe. But, yeah, Ty Jerome, and then you kind of just mix it in from there. Jordan Poole, obviously interesting a six 6'5". I mean, we'll have anything he wants tonight. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not God, so I can't pick the perfect uh, two. But I will say it'll probably be two, three in the optimal. Probably three.
2: All right. You're still
3: three in the optimal, huh? And then I, I'm not taking the spread, but if you said that the Bay wars have been good at covering, I've not really took the spot, so I wouldn't know. But – I mean, if you got to bet every game, all they I'm going they off memory, and I think
2: they've covered three of the four. I think the only time they did it was one time against the Pelicans. They lost by, like,
3: 40. I feel like Denver, too, in their spot, like, I mean, they're not going to be going out here trying to be world beaters either, so I don't mind taking it. It feels dusty and greasy, though, but. I was talking to Holden this morning. He brought up a good point. Denver, it does play down to their competition. That's what I was going to say. They play down to people.
2: Yeah, I think it's baby warriors or pass. What do you think, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, if
0: you're going to make me get involved in this game, I'm taking the plus 12. Uh, They've done it before. They've kept these games close. Jordan uh, Poole can shoot the lights out and keep it close. I mean, just like Kurt said, they do play down to their competition. And it's one of the things, like, we've seen it when Denver just played the Pelicans. Would it surprise either of us on this panel, if it's halftime and the Warriors are winning, and then Denver wins the game by double digits?
2: No. In fact, that might be an interesting
0: bet there, Tyler, right? Golden State first half. Uh Dallas oh, you're getting win. a r- ridiculous uh price on that. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Yeah. Six to one on Golden
2: State to win the first half, Denver to win the game. Marquis, we'll will get cursed to this uh idea on this on the after the very last game. Let's move on to the last game. The Los Angeles Clippers open a plus five. They're now plus four against the Milwaukee Bucks. The total is 231. Uh two teams that have been playing excellent basketball lately. Ever since AP and I cursed the Clippers, they have been playing well. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, it seems like he's dropping more than 30 points every single night. They're now fourth place in the Western Conference. I was kind of laughing when everyone was picking them uh, to win the West before the season. But now uh, you've got to think this is a team that's right up there uh, with Denver, uh, Golden State, right, as one of the top teams in the West. Unfortunately, I, I'm leaving my Kings out of that, uh, even though, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you know, hey, hey, we're, we're doing good, but we're not really ready to be in this conversation yet. But they're playing another team that's playing well. Milwaukee Bucks won five in a row. Uh, now that Chris Middleton's back in the lineup, we're seeing this team how it's supposed to be. Uh, they were a little too reliant on role players without Middleton in there. Uh, now, you know, you, you've lowered the usage for guys like Connaughton, uh, Grayson Allen, Jordan Nwora. That's how this team is supposed to be. Uh, Middleton was great in their last game. In fact, all three of them were Holiday got over like ten rebounds. I think he had like thirteen rebounds. A double double for Holiday over the last win, and of course Giannis uh, continues to be to me. And we can start another argument, right? Chat can go crazy. Giannis is the best player in the NBA right now, in my mind. So uh, go ahead. Oh, I see Uncle T in the chat. Let's go. Anyways, Tyler, uh, Bucks are laying four here. My uh, my projections tell me to take the Clippers, but my brain wants to take the Bucks. What do you think?
0: I got to take the Clippers here, spread. I mean, the Bucks have looked good, but we've seen some rough spots for them. Mm-hmm. Kawhi can stop Giannis, too. I mean, we've seen it before. That and that was you, a couple gonna, years yeah, ago. you think tell me Giannis a couple is years better ago. now, though. His knees gone. Da, 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 da. They're playing well. I don't want to hear any of that. He could stop them. They have Paul. Jo- I'll take Paul George over Holiday any day. So I got to take the Clippers here. They're still missing Bobby Portis, who would be the punch off the bench. So I think the Clippers are going to have the better bench unit here. I think they could win this game outright. So yeah, give me the Clippers. All right. Uh,
2: hey, uh, Tyler's taking a stand here. What do you think, Kurt? I think I'm going to be with him.
3: I think they're like the Bucks haven't looked like world beaters this year, and I do think that Kawhi can contain. I guess you can't really stop, be honest, but contain him somewhat, maybe frustrate him a little bit. And if you get him frustrated early, I feel like you win. I'm not saying he's like a mental midget, but I do think he doesn't have his ceiling games when he kind of gets. Hitting the mouth a little bit and I think Kawhi can do that. So give me this freaking shitty ass flippers team, man. I just I don't know. Some nights they just look like they're actually like legit and then other nights they look like the flippers. So I'm gonna go uh tonight's one of them serious nights. Uh Well, rather I'm a little worried
2: because AP's on tomorrow. If you make this pick, you guys might be back to cursing the Clippers. Oh God. <laughs> All right, uh, Kurt, I want to double back because we missed two games while you were gone. Um, Heat, Knicks, Hornets, Bulls, just give us a brief overview from a DFS perspective.
3: Well, the Knicks chalk was fun, that was a fun night. Was that two nights ago? That was great. Um, love that. Don't love too much here. The low ass total in the Heat, Knicks game. Um, so far, no one's out, we haven't got news on anything yet. Nothing too much here. You can always take shots on. I mean, Jimmy seven four. I feel like at the Garden too might be a little too cheap. The fifty burger game probably is coming. So as far as just the low total game, give me give me Butler, and that's it. Bam's price is sizing but I'm not a Bam guy, so give me Butler. Probably be my main lineup tonight. And then, what was the other one i miss? Bulls. I mean, yeah, Bulls. Bulls
2: Hornets, right? uh Lamelo Ooh. Ball coming off the triple double, which we
3: enjoyed on the Ooh. show because not
2: only did we give out Lamelo Ball triple double at what, like eleven or twelve to one, Tyler. We had the crazy eighty to one Lamelo Ball triple double, and the Hornets and they win. win. They were ahead like for the first three quarters. I'm texting Tyler and AP. Bro, that crazy prop is alive. And, of course, the Bucks pulled away at the end. There's a reason it was an 80-1. to one, But is starting to come come together here. Should be a good matchup here <laughs> against the Bulls tonight. What are your thoughts on putting some Hornets in the lineup tonight?
3: It's it's always not. I, that night I had him 15% owned. That was also the Knicks night. So, I had a great night that night. I think I almost shipped single entry. But, yeah, I didn't get it. If I would have swapped. Uh, it was one of the Knicks guards. If I would have had Quickly instead of whoever I had, I would have probably took it down. But, Yeah, so Lamelo, I don't, I don't, I don't know about. I don't love the matchup. The points are great, but as of right now, nothing's really popping up for this game either. I mean, we have so much value in the Warriors, and then you you jam in Luca, it kind of limits you down. And plus, you got the forwards from Memphis you're going to have in. I mean, it just this might be a one off spot for someone here like Lamelo, like Vuce, DeRozan. It's like so, like that's like these. No one plays DeRozan, and he goes for like 60 and just pisses everyone off. But uh, just one-off guys for me here, just because, I mean, like you had all this stuff up and we don't have that many spots left. So why force in someone that probably doesn't have that great of a floor?
2: All right, Kurt, we're going to go back to our guy Marquis' question. The best values for tonight, obviously, you know, all the Warriors are going to pop in, in the projections, but we can't have too many. Um, talk to me about the best values here on the Golden State Warriors. And if you want to get different, grab some value from the other team. Who are you looking at tonight when you're making this value?
3: So I think if you look at the Memphis forward, I mean, I know it's a terrible matchup, but you think one of these Memphis forwards are going to get there, Aldama or Tillman. I like Tillman the most. He's got to stay out of foul trouble, kind of like his counterpart, Jaron Jackson. And then for the Warriors, I'm going to start with Ty Jerome being my favorite. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have to see starters. You guys know this, but I assume he starts. And then pull. I'm just going by points per value. And then for number three, give me the come bucket. And Obviously, yeah. this, is all, this is all this is assuming that everyone starts, which I probably not the case, but if everyone starts, that's how I'd rank them, and then you run it back with a Memphis forward for your other cheapie. Though in Donches, what Memphis forward
2: are you looking at here?
3: Oh, yeah, that's what I just said, Tillman. Yeah, I like oh, no, Tillman. Tillman's the center. Oh, he's well, sorry, I meant I'm in EL mode, so all the centers are listed as forwards, but I'm in bigs, okay. So, okay. Yeah, I meant bigs, so yeah, I'm not. Too concerned about taking up one of the center spots, especially when I'm not maybe a little lower on Jokic. Can I run Aldama and Tillman in the same lineup? I, it depends on how much you love your build. I would like to pick one, but I do think that if they both stay out of foul trouble, they could get there on volume alone, especially if Clark keeps fucking up. Like if he just fouls or something like that, they could both easily get there. All right, so you're giving me a lineup. Uh,
2: you know, I got great starts, right? And you have to, and like- I have plenty of money left on the table. Let's talk spend ups. Luca twelve oh, three, okay. Giannis eleven yeah. nine, Jokic eleven three, LeBron ten seven, Ja, who I already know you don't like because you know you spoiled that for us. And then even Julius Randle, Anthony Davis. I mean, I got money. Yeah. Who do I spend that for, Kurt?
3: So yeah, I'm plugging in Luca. I mean, uh, it's not beat me this year. I don't think I've never had him on a down game. So I plug in Luca. And then, what else is it spinning out for you? Because I, I imagine in my head, I'm getting like one of the Memphis values. Doesn't matter if you put it Tillman at center. And then okay. you got Ty Jerome, Kaminga Pool. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm Don sitting Jesus. there.
2: If I have those, I got 67 left for player and I have did three you, spots remaining.
3: Did you put Butler at uh, where can we slide in? Slide him in. Like Jimmy? You like Jimmy B? Yeah, yeah. Slide him, Jimmy.
2: How much is he going for tonight?
3: Seventy-four at the Ooh, Garden. Wow, the I like garden.
2: that. Okay. Yeah. What we got okay. left? Uh,
3: there now you'd sell sixty-four hundred for your last two. Oh, perfect. Okay, so let's just go ahead and fill this out right here. Yeah. And we got pool in. We got three Warriors in, right? Yep.
2: All right. Well, let's be careful because we can't give out a full lineup. But you have a great start right there, right?
3: Um, oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. I like plug. I know who I'd plug in last piece too yeah okay nice i like that yeah that's probably i mean that's that's probably what the often like spitting out right now imagine three warriors one of the memphis guys and like and then you just gotta nail the spend ups, right yeah which i mean it's gonna be i mean paul george is he worth it at 9k
0: and a match where he could hit a ton of threes i think so
3: yeah because yeah. they did they the pack the paint
0: yeah I mean, we talked about it yesterday, and I brought up Jalen Brown the C-Dome, and he says no one's going to play him. Yeah, I'd like D- this secondary goes, I don't know his Final Fantasy points to end the night, but I know his stat line was 26.7 threes. I think it was three rebounds, three assists. It's got to be a decent night in fantasy. Uh, Unowned, I'm not sure if he got up there with the top studs. I think that guy tonight that could kind of come in lower own and just smash his AD. I don't think that Pacers front court can stop him. You looked at some of the recent games. He's putting up like 28, 10, and four, grabbing like three blocks too. Mm -hmm. I think he can have a great game against Indiana. And LeBron's in this this mode where he's like, I'm going to push as hard as I have to, but I'm not going for 40 points. Mm -hmm. I'm not jamming myself up on this points record thing. So you've seen it in that game against the Knicks. He kind of
2: deferred his shot, deferred his shot, got the 28, and then he didn't want to shoot it anymore. Yeah. All right, so there you go, Kurt. I think we've given everyone a great start, and that's what we do here on the NBA Rundown, runpuresports.com. This is the early look. It starts you getting your build, and then, of course, at uh, 445 Eastern, the Hardwood Live show goes, right? Now you're getting a little more to keep building out. Then, members runpuresports.com, head on over. They watch the final countdown with Big T and JSU. If you're not a member, spread fifteen. Tyler 15 or Tanning Bed 15. I mean, Kurt 15. And of course, that's going to help you become a member. Uh, that's going to get you 15% off the first month as well. As long as I'm throwing out promos, right? Like I'm Dusty Rhodes, give us that thumbs up. We're here Monday through Friday, giving you the winners. And Kurt, that's what time it is. It's winner's time. That's what they're here for. It's the best bets. Start with you. What do you got?
3: I'm going to. Uh, uh, am I on mute? Am I good to go? Okay. You are good. good. Let's hear it. I'm going the jaw under. 27 and a half points. That's one of the first times we've gone under on him for a bet.
2: Actually, this is the first time I would say in NBA rundown history that we've given an under is the best bet for John Morant. Spread, give yours out next. I got to go
0: deal with this crazy dog upstairs.
2: All right. Um, Give me the Baby Warriors plus 12. Baby Warriors plus 12. I think they keep it close. And, of course, that correlates to the lineup that, that we just built um like i said and this is off the top of my head i haven't pulled it up but in my mind i think they've covered three of the four times that they've run the baby warriors lineup and then the one time they lost by like 40 points to the pelicans so know that when you're making this bet right there's a chance that you get embarrassed but sometimes the toughest bets uh, are the best bets to make so i'm gonna go ahead and take the baby warriors it what talk a couple of the props that i like uh while we wait for tyler um i like Vukovic to have a big night I like a Vukovic double-double. I think he goes over on his points. I think he goes over on his rebounds. But the rebounds is set 13 and a half. So if you want to go for the double-double, I think that's a safer way um, to approach that. What is another going to Kawhi? I think he's going to go over. He's gone over almost every single night. Um, And you talked about him being able to stop Giannis, right? Who who stops Kawhi, right? I mean, Chris Middleton's a fine defender. Probably one of the better defenders in the league. uh, But Kawhi's just too good here. I, I like an over there for him uh what other props did I play this morning I'll have to look did I have one in the Lakers Pacers oh yes AD Uh, I like the AD double double uh Tyler brought it up I mean uh, and the thing is the points are going to get there for sure so you're just betting that he gets over 10 rebounds he's got over 10 rebounds in two of the three games since he's been back and this should be a good matchup for him so I like an AD double double I like Kawhi over on his points and I like Vukovic double double or the points prop, Tyler.
0: Here you go. Give me the over in that Miami game. I like that over okay. two twenty, or not not the over in the Miami game. What was our other one we talked about? New Orleans Pelicans.
2: I thought yeah. you liked the over in the
0: grizz- Grizzlies-Cavs. Okay, well yeah, then that one, whichever game we talked about. Swear, <laughs> I mean, the dog's upstairs, no. destroyed. The dog's going on sale once I'm out of here. The dog shouldn't even be in this house. No, he shouldn't. You, know the you should dogs some in the cats like
2: me, bro. My cats are so chill. Yeah. Well, that that over. Give me that over in the Memphis game. I can't imagine what it's like to be a cat in Pennsylvania. Like, can you even let them out right, right now? There's a
0: bunch of cats that live outside. The dog's probably outside barking at one already. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, Tyler's getting pissed off, so it seems like a good time to end it. Uh, we appreciate such a nice, respectful chat today, right? Uh, everyone was happy. Bring in the good mojo. I feel like the winners are coming on. Tyler and I, for the members of Run for Sports, we're going to uh, finalize those tags. Those will be up real soon. And then, of course, if you are a member for Run Sports and you're kind of familiar with the process, right? Tyler waits a little bit to put those props up. We're going to wait for the news to finalize, wait for those numbers to get in. But, uh, you know, if you log in 7 Eastern by 4 Pacific, the player props are going to be there. The winners are going to be there. And the members also know uh, Tyler's also going to drop a great play in the Discord. So, hey, if you're a big fan of 27 to 1 parlays, use that promo code Tyler15, 50% off your first month. At runpuresports.com. Smash the like. Kurt, words of wisdom from the Tindler Swindler himself.
3: Uh, man, I'm kind of sick that I don't got the I don't got as much energy, but yeah, right, we're feeling, feeling it, we got, man. I, I mean, you haven't even like air air humped or anything. I know, bro. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick, guys. But okay, right. look, we don't we don't got an NFL this week, so bet a little bit more on NBA, better responsibly. You got a little bit more funds to put towards there since we don't have NFL. So don't be afraid to get a little too crazy tonight. All right. We're going to do it. And of course, follow those RPB hey, tags while and you're here. Props. Just a little preview. Who you got? He asked you for the show, and I keep going back and forth, man. I just.
0: You're an offensive I... lineman. Game's one in the trenches. You betting against the best offensive line?
3: I don't think I can. Jordan Mollotti, Baluki Luki. God, I've been watching that guy progress for years, and he's so good now. Um, and you got Kelsey holding him down. It's hard to go against a man. But, yeah, I think – and I was about to say this. I about I was going to say, I've, what have I said on the show all year? I've said that this Kansas City not having weapons is going to be their Achilles heel. And we've seen it in some games. He was selling the fucking Marcus Kemp last game, dog. Marcus Kemp's a special teams player. That's like – that's like uh the, the Patriots special team. Matthew, Matthew Slater going out there and have to catch passes like for Tom Brady like four, five, seven years ago. It's insane. So, yes. Give me the Eagles. Final answer. <laughs> the chat's not happy
2: with the dog slander, Tyler.
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, they'll be all right. <laughs> the dog's just the dog's just a puppy. She destroyed upstairs. I mean, uh, I'll, uh, I'll bring them to those guys. They can destroy. She can destroy their house, and then they can tell me. That's the girl dogs, it. bro.
3: Girl dogs are terrible.
0: Yeah, I have
2: a boy dog. He's so chill. All right, and uh, I got a couple cats named after WTA tennis players. On that note, thank you for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow 2 p.m. Eastern with the man that met himself, AP. Kurt, thank you for joining us. Get better soon, man. We need some of that energy next week. You have oh. six days, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm ordering you to take care of yourself, right? Lay off. Maybe go to bed a little early tonight. There could be some disappointed women in the area. They'll survive. Get your rest. See you next week. Run pure.